1: here are your keys. Matthew sixteen thirteen. Peter's declaration about Jesus. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do the people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah. Or maybe he's one of the prophets. Then he asked them another question. He said, Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Oh my goodness, Peter spoke by revelation. And this is vitally important. Remember, Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that our eyes would be open, that we would receive revelation power from on high. That's what Peter had received. God reveals things to us. That we would only know by his spirit. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You didn't learn this from any one human. Oh, my goodness. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter upon this rock. I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, please watch the transfer of power after he says this. He says And I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now that's a power move. So once Peter received revelation and identified Jesus as the Messiah, his influence changed in the spirit realm. His revelation was from the Holy Spirit. He then received the keys to the kingdom. Child of God You, too, you know him as the Messiah today. He wants you to stretch forth your hand just right now just stretch out your hand. He wants you to stretch forth your hand and receive the keys to the kingdom. The Messiah is reminding you today. These keys are yours. Take them in your hand and use them. Go ahead. Take a bold step of faith and stretch out your hand today. The Lord is seeking you right now. He's speaking to you through Matthew 19. I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now you have the keys in your hand. Jesus went on to tell Peter this. So whatever, Peter, you bind on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. God is giving you the power to intercede between heaven and earth. Oh, my goodness. Remember in the book of Genesis, God spoke. He said, let there be light. And there was light. The spoken word through the spirit of God changes things. That's why miracles, signs and wonders follow you, because you have the keys to the kingdom and the spirit of the Lord within you. Now, before you pray, ask the Holy Spirit to make intercession for you, asking him to pray through you. When the Holy Spirit prays through you, the prayers will be answered because you will be praying the will of God. The Holy Spirit will be praying the will of God through you. That's how the Holy Spirit moves and does great things on the earth. When you go before the Lord, use blessed words. We're giving you more keys to the kingdom today. When you go before the Lord, use blessed words. Prayer together with blessed words accomplishes Great things! Oh, I hear that question. I know what you're asking, Valerie. What are blessed words? Second Thessalonians two eight. And then shall the wicked, which means Satan, be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. The spirit of his mouth is his word, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The brightness of his coming is the anointing. Oh, my goodness. God gives the power to change the circumstances on earth to the child of God. If we abide in his word and his word abides in us, we will ask what we will and we shall receive it. In the garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve fell from Satan's deception by disobeying the word of God, eating of the tree of good and evil, Satan believed then from then on that he could shut the portals of heaven. He believed that he had shut the portals of heaven over man's life and that then man would die a mortal death. And from that point on, that man would struggle. Oh, my goodness. But Jesus came and he gave us eternal life and the power to intercede between heaven and earth. He destroyed the power of the enemy over our life. As you stand praying between heaven and earth, use the word of God and say, it shall be on earth as it is in heaven. Oh my goodness. The secret, every child of God is in the Bible using the word of God. You know, Joshua is one of my favorite books of the Bible. This book of the Bible, remember what Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do all according that it is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have great success. God was talking to Joshua and my own words. I want to paraphrase that because it's so important. He said, Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. For if you do, you will succeed in all that you do. That's the same message for us today. It's a key to the kingdom. If we want to succeed in all that we do, we must stay in the word day and night. And then we have the promise of God that we will succeed. You know, at one point in my life, I was much younger than I am now. And I was learning about God and learning more of the ways of God. And I was learning prayer, but everything was going wrong. It seemed like nothing had the desired outcome for me that I wanted. I was certainly at that point in my life in the middle of warfare, and I just couldn't understand why I wasn't winning. I called my mentor and told her everything that was going on. She said, Valerie, she said, you know, while you were speaking, she said the Holy Spirit said to me that you're praying too much of your own words. You're praying in your own words, when you're in prayer and not enough of God's word. Oh my goodness. That was absolutely astounding to me because what she said was definitely the way I was praying. I was praying and crying out to God, but I was crying out in my own words and I wasn't praying his word. I wasn't ministering to God, his word back to him. He said, let us plead together that thou mayest be justified. What is he saying that thou mayest be justified? Tell me why I should do what you're asking me to do. That's what he's saying there. Plead together. Let's have a conversation. You and me. Let's go back and forth. Let's discuss this. Bring it to me. Justify to me why I should do what you're asking me to do. My goodness. My prayers were virtually powerless at that point. Right now, in the midst of a trial that you may be going through, what are you praying? Are you praying in your own words? Because if you're doing what I was doing, you're going to lack power in prayer. You'll come to a place where your own words won't get you through the circumstance. Maybe you haven't memorized scripture. Well, now is the time. Write down the scriptures that deal with the circumstance that you're facing. Then go to the Lord and remind them of his promises. Remind him of what he said and give his word back to him. Minister unto me, the Lord says. Speak his word over the circumstance. For the word of the Lord is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. It's important, too, to see your prayers and action i will build your faith. In my prayer place, I write down the prayer requests, but I write them down on an individual piece of paper. It's about a piece of paper, three by three. And I write down each prayer request that's been given to me. And then as I get praise reports about those prayer requests, I take those prayer requests and I put them in a separate stack and I begin to stack them up. Praise on top of praise. Oh, this one's answered and that one's answered. You know, when I sit down to pray and I'm looking through the, the prayer request about to pray. I'll say, Oh, that's a praise. Oh, that's been answered. Oh my goodness, Lord, you've done this too. Oh, they're healed. Oh, she's been delivered from drugs. Oh, he's returned home to his family. You know, I just began to make a new stack and these one stack is prayer requests and the other stacks are praise. And I'll put a P across there. I'll write Praise across the ones that have been answered. And the stack gets higher and higher and higher. And I know these are prayers that have been answered. By seeing so many praise reports, it will boost your prayer. It will boost your confidence in prayer through the roof. Joshua 5 and 13. Joshua was Moses second in command. Joshua witnessed the mighty prayer that Moses prayed firsthand, right by Moses' side. He saw the glory of God even shining on Moses' face. He saw Moses as he prayed, and God answered the prayers of Moses Even when the children of Israel were disobedient and that God was about to destroy them, Moses interceded for the children of Israel and he requested that God not destroy them. Remember what God told him in my own words? He said, move out the way, Moses. I'm about to kill them all. I'm going to destroy all of them. And Moses was saying, no, Lord, please don't destroy them. You know, he would always remind God who they were to him. He would minister back to God. And God listened and he answered the prayers of Moses after Moses' death. You remember Joshua is appointed to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. The miraculous things that Joshua saw must have come back to his mind during the battle amongst the Amorites. Joshua prayed a dynamic prayer. Joshua spoke because he needed the daylight to stay the sun to stay in the sky and provide daylight for them so that they could win the battle. Well, God answered Joshua's prayer. Joshua spoke and commanded, and the sun and the moon stood still. That is so awesome. God is answering prayers in miraculous ways. He answers prayers today the same as he did in Joshua's day. God rolled back the Jordan River for the Israelites to cross to go into the promised land. Joshua understood that God loved him and the children of Israel. And Joshua had no limitations to what he knew that God could do. When Joshua suffered great defeat because there was sin in the camp, Joshua acknowledged that sin and he eliminated it from among them quickly. And then he was ready for battle. And that's the same thing that we have to do. Before we go into battle, be sure and pray. Is there any sin in my life, Father, that needs to be eliminated? Is there something that I have said or did or thought that is an offense to you, Lord? Oh, Father, forgive me. Psalm 51 is a psalm of repentance. The Lord's prayer covers every area, forgiveness and repentance. This clears the path for the prayers to move things in the spirit realm. Build up your prayer. And you will win in life's trials. We have to release the power of God through prayer in the circumstance. Jesus had the greatest prayer life of anyone in the entire Bible. Jesus went to the Lord in prayer to receive instructions. He said he only did what he saw the father doing. The revelation that he had in prayer brought him mighty success. Jesus prayed before he did anything. He had an important decision to make to choose 12 disciples, and he was found praying all night long. This shows us that when Jesus had an important decision, he sought God. The Bible says, Luke 12 and 13. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Wait a minute. When is the last time you prayed all night long? I remember a friend of mine, her daughter had meningitis and it became really an, a severe case of meningitis. And she was in the hospital and my friend had stayed up day and night, you know, with her daughter and the doctors did everything they could do. And her daughter continued to suffer and the brain began to swell. Infection began to just, just storm through her body and we were praying and fasting and praying. And, you know, I was living in another state at that point. And I remember That prayer partner called me one morning and she said, Valerie, she said, she's so much better. She's so much better today. I think that there may be a glimmer of hope. And so we continued to pray that day. And then Joan called me that evening and I said, Joan, I said, tell Miss Mary that she can go ahead and go home because I'm going to be up all night. Tell her I'll keep the night watch. Now, remember, I'm in another state. I'm not even in Texas. And this lady was in Texas at that point. I said, I'll keep the night watch. You tell Miss Mary, go home and go to bed. That She can trust me to be up all night long. I'll keep the night watch if she needs to go home and get some rest. She sent a message back to me. She said, tell Valerie, I trust her with my child. And I'm going to go out of this hospital just because she's praying all night. And I'm going to get in my bed and get some rest. And I'll be back in the morning. I want to tell you, I did the oddest thing. You know, there was stairs in my house at that time and everybody was asleep and I didn't want to keep anybody up, you know. So I got on the steps that lit. I mean, it was a lot of steps led up to a, an upper apartment and we had a duplex and these steps led up to the upper apartment. I got on those steep steps. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> and I sat on those steps and I prayed all Night long. You know, now when I look back on that, I could have fell backwards down those steps and been severely hurt. But at that moment, all I cared about was getting in a quiet place all alone and praying for her. I want to tell you, infection left her body. She got well and went home from the hospital. Oh my goodness. The Bible says, And when it was day, he called to him his disciples. And of them, he chose 12, whom he also named. As apostles, glory to God. When we commune with God, he knows us in an intimate way. We can make special requests of him and he will answer. When we commune with the him and have that intimate relationship, it allows us to seek God in a special way. And he will do what you're asking him to do just because you're the one who made the request. Moses had that intimate relationship with God and he could make special requests and God would answer. Remember the Bible records him as the only one who spoke face to face with God. Oh, we all need to have a face to face encounter with God right now. God's looking for men and women who will pray and make prayer a priority in their life. Men and women who will pray for this nation and the nations of the world. God's looking for you right now. One of the most important accomplishments of disciples after the day of Pentecost is recorded in Acts 6, 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. They said they would give themselves continually, nonstop. It was gonna be continuous with the disciples. And when that happened, they saw the victory. They were successful. When powers of darkness came against them, when they faced oppression, they could stand. Oh, the Lord added to the church daily as they prayed. Many were saved. People were saved because they made such a great commitment to prayer. They didn't let anything detach them from the commitment that they made before they walked in the miraculous power of God. The Lord added to the church daily as such should be saved. Acts 4, 7 and the word of the Lord increased The number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly and a great many came to know the Lord. They were obedient to the faith. Acts 6, 7. Jesus established the church in prayer and it grew through prayer. Prayer was the foundation of the ministry that Jesus established If we try to establish a ministry any other way, the trials and the fiery darts of the enemy will come at us in such a tremendous way. It'll be such a struggle. Establish your ministry, establish your home, establish your marriage, establish your children as they grow up, establish your life in prayer and do as the disciples said that they will do. Give yourself continually to prayer into the ministry of the word. Meditate in the word day and night, and you will succeed in all that you do. What would happen if we gave ourselves continually to prayer? I'm talking about supernatural power flowing through the vessel because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The miracle working power of God, of the Holy Ghost, manifests itself through Christ Himself. If we don't have the power of the Holy Ghost moving through us when we pray, our prayers will not do great things. The disciples saw Jesus' prayer life, and they followed the same pattern of what they had seen him do. When they needed protection, they prayed. When they needed deliverance, they went to prayer. When they needed doors to open for them to minister in the cities, they prayed. They prayed everywhere they went. They prayed in the temple. They prayed in the prison. They prayed on the mountainside. They prayed in the river banks. They prayed continuously. They prayed and they sought God. When they faced death, they prayed. Prayer wasn't something they did as a last resort. Prayer was their way of life. And they saw great miracles and the ministry grew. Jesus spent so much time in prayer with the Father. When he met the blind, he had prayed when he needed to raise the dead before he raised Lazarus. Jesus spoke to the father. He prayed. He prayed before he healed anyone. Jesus battled on the battlefield in prayer before he faced any circumstance. He knew to win the victory. He had to be alone with the father, receiving instructions, spending time in his presence. When he arose from prayer, he went out to meet the multitudes. When he went out to see Lazarus, Jesus had already prayed. Jesus knew that the battlefield was in prayer. It wasn't in the words that he spoke. It wasn't what he had done. It was in prayer. It wasn't when he laid his hands on. It was in prayer. Jesus battled against sickness in prayer. He battled the demons and cities in prayer, the cities that he was going to go into. He sent disciples before him to pray before he entered those cities. If we would establish everything that we do through prayer, we will win in the circumstances in life. Not. Not by the words that we say, not by the checks that we write. We win our battles through prayer, and then we step out to write a check if we need to. Then we step out to speak to someone that we need to speak to. Then we step into the courtroom lawyer. Then we step into the surgery room doctor. Then we go before the Senate, Senator, President. Then we speak to the United States after we have sought God. That's where the battlefield is. It's in prayer. Jesus under Understood this better than anyone else in the Bible. He knew where his battlefield was. He fought the battle on his knees. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus fought the battle to the point where his sweat became as tears. This is the key to the kingdom, and the keys are yours. The battle is in prayer. And if we get a hold of that truth and we learn that the Holy Spirit prays through us by asking Him, Holy Spirit, make intercession through me as I pray. Holy Spirit, have your way in the vessel. Pray through me. Let your power flow through this prayer. Speak the word of God through me. Invite the Holy Spirit into your prayer. Allow him to have access to the vessel. He'll take over and he'll do the praying. And when he prays, the prayers will be answered 100% of the time. Oh, my goodness. When we pray and we understand where the battle is, the way Jesus understood, we began to win the battles and take the victory by using the keys to the kingdom. Oh, my goodness. God wants you to rise up today and increase your prayer life, increase the time that you spend in the word of God. You now have the key to the kingdom. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven teaching God's people to pray.
0: You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.